Hey, before we start the show, just wanted to let you know that No Inner Monologue is available on all your favorite podcast providers. And now on YouTube. Don't forget to check us out on social media at No Inner Pod on Instagram and Twitter and No Inner Monologue on Facebook. Now, enjoy the show. Previously on No Inner Monologue. Uh, awesome Kong, who plays who plays a character on Glow, the TV show, signed yes. with AW, AEW as Who well. Who does she play on Glow? She's the uh, welfare queen. What? Yeah. Oh shit! I never put that together. <laughs> <laughs> All I, I Kia Stevens is her name in real life. So. I've seen in um I... from the Seven Ish Studios in Mississauga, Ontario. It's the No Inner Monologue podcast. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 83 of No Inner Monologue. Benvenue. I am Dwayne Nerona. I'm Joey Mangione. And, as always, it's me, Manuel Lujin. I feel the like creepiest you, of uncles. I feel like you forget your name every week. <laughs> like you're shocked that we throw it to you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh God, I'm supposed to talk. He's still drunk from last week. Stage. Speaking of, do you have any more beer? Not no. for you, no. All right, then. no, because um, then Josh came and we finished the rest of that. <laughs> that was left in that beer. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So whatever beer is in that fridge is not mine. So. Oh, okay, and not for you. And yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure. I mean, if there's a, if if you spilled some from last week, you can drink. You can lick the one sip and get drunk for the rest of this hour. <laughs> I could really go for a nice Corona. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're not cold. Yeah, I know. He's mentioning it because I do have Corona, oh. and it's just, it's not cold because I keep forgetting to put them in the fridge. Oh, I'm, just, I'm a terrible host. Yeah. <laughs> also, we just, aren't you having a coffee? You Yeah, you literally just you gotta finished. gotta balance it out. Okay there, Thanos. The worst Thanos ever. Fucking <laughs> goes goes far and wide to get all the gemstones, only to like have, make only sure to get a Corona. <laughs> no, Thanos to, is played by Vin Diesel. Yeah, only to make sure, only to make sure he can get either a Corona or a coffee. It's only one. Of the other. Have you guys seen that video of uh, Thanos dancing merengue? Oh God. I don't want to see no. this. So it's, it's fucking great. All right. You, guys <laughs> you might have to send that to me later. But anyways, I wanted to bring one thing up before we start the show. Oh God, here we go. Have you ever gotten a phone call from Manny Dwen? Have I? I've known this guy for 22 years. <laughs> I've gotten many a phone call. Now, I'm gonna, one of them was important, I think. I, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to play a clip here. And the thing about this, it's it's sort of like an example of every phone call you've ever made to me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> He's got this face right like, now. "Okay, what the fuck is Joe going to play?" So, just let's take a listen here. Hello. Hey, Quagmire. Hey, Peter, what's up? How much? Well, what do you want? Nothing. I'm just called to talk. <laughs> what you thinking about? What, what do you mean, what am I thinking about? You called me. I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> so what do you do? <laughs> That's a typical phone call from you, buddy. His face is he's like so fuck. Mad. He's so mad, but he's like fuck. He's I got mean, me. Usually you get the usually get the uh, man. He picks up. You pick up the phone. You're like, hey man. He goes, oh yeah yeah. Uh, so what? Um, I was gonna tell you. I was gonna say. What was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? So what's going on, man? Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm usually by... distracted. Oh, I get distracted d- easily. Okay, but Maddie. why are you calling? I, you have called. What does it matter? That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of the whole point of the phone call. No, it's not. You call t- to be with someone else's company. No, that not that's, that's not, not what phones yes, call. Yes, about. it is. It is. I'm sorry that you grew up in a cell phone era. No, I didn't. I'm your age, you dipshit. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you had this better technology in growing up. I lived in Dubai. You lived here. Okay, shut up. <laughs> I lived in Asia. You lived in... <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, it's safe to say that we've all grown up relatively in the same era. When was the last time you used a landline, Joe? Uh, last time I was at my parents'. Yeah, same. Oh. See, usually what happens is... <laughs> <laughs> Like I I I have no issue. See, I used to answer more when you first used to call, but then I realized the pattern continued of it was just, "Hey, uh, what you thinking about?" I've never The worst done part that. is he works at a call center. <laughs> but they call him. And then he's That's the like, difference. They call him. But for company's sake. You know, I'm quite the conversationalist. Are you? I am. I am on this podcast. This is what I don't get, though. I mean, you'll call and it'll be just for no real reason. No, that's fine, too. I don't mind that either. People call for no reason. But he calls. He doesn't doesn't have anything to talk about it. Exactly. (laughs) He doesn't have the conversation part down when he's calling you because he's forgotten what he wants to say. Look. All that matters is <laughs> you're so mad at me is. right now. What is this week's topic? You're fellas? so mad at me right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> Joey, Joey, Joey. I, I did. I will admit, I did blindside you with this. I um, I sort of sent this to Dwen the last phone call you gave to me that was random, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> so rather than answering your phone call, being a terrible friend that I am, I sent Dwen that video. <laughs> I didn't know he was putting on the podcast. That part was new to me. That was yeah. that was that was shared. That was told with you just now, like right okay. before we went on. Hold on, Manny, you tell us what is today's topic about? Because <laughs> I I kind of threw another fast one so, at you, didn't I? <laughs> I did all this research, as much as research as I do, um, on <laughs> independent is- wrestling. Now it turns out we're actually talking about something completely different. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say completely different. Yeah, there's there's a cross. There's, there's, there's they a do cross, cross between the two. There is a cross. Yes, we are actually talking about uh, women in wrestling, and women's, women's wrestling. wrestling. Yes, yeah. no women in wrestling. <laughs> women's Which, wrestling, in and of itself, is a is a good topic to have. Anyways, now, with now women I'm sure this is. I mean, if you're if you want to know about women's topic, you women's wrestling, you t- listen to three fucking dudes in a basement. I know, <laughs> surrounded by Star Wars. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, we could have used Tash on this, this one, huh? This, this one, this, well, it's just not just used Tash, but I mean, Jesus, this is. This is uh, I I feel this is going to be mansplaining. Used Tash. <laughs> um, yeah, let's start off. Let's, let's start off with we, we're not actually trying. We're not actually trying to mansplain anything. So. It's too late. <laughs> We've already done it. I yeah. hate that term, by the way. Why? Because you're a man. No, it just—it's such a stupid. Don't term. mansplain to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you not like mansplaining? I just don't like the term. It feels uh, real conversationalist. Eh? Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, I'm watching my words. I'm watching my words. Everything's recorded. Right. Okay. Now you're watching your words. Eighty-three episodes in, and now you're watching your words. Well, okay. Here's. Yeah, so it's not really like a history history of like women's wrestling. It's it sort of started up at the same time as everybody else. But I wanted to ask you guys, you don't want you Joe don't watch a lot of wrestling. No. Manny, you watch some. But 
opinions on a opinions on women wrestling and opinions on women's wrestling like women in wrestling yeah so opinion on women in wrestling opinion on women's wrestling in, as a thing oh well, I mean I, for the sorry sorry go ahead man so back in for the longest time women at least in like the major you know um, promotion the WWF Women what, were, were what time? What era are you talking um, about? Late eighties, early nineties. Okay. Okay. So ma- women were mainly used as valets, or they were used as managers. Uh, the big one that always comes to mind is Miss Elizabeth, the first lady of wrestling, as she's been nicknamed. But they had they had the they had a women's title. No, they that did. time. No, no, they that, did. You had your Lundra Blazes and your um, they had a women's tag team title at one point too back then. No, I know, but more attention was, but they were more. They put a lot of attention on uh, on them as valets. I like argue the opposite of that, though. With a much, well, I this, mean, this I mean, yes, yes. It, like we remember the valets a lot more than the actual wrestlers, right? But that being said, I mean, the 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 truth is, women wrestling goes back. I mean, almost as far as men's wrestling in general. But right? I I think he's talking about though that the it's, focus it was it was more on, focused towards them yeah. being a valet. Yeah. Okay. So, continue, man. So, that's one of the first things that I remember. Like, there was a huge, huge storyline with the uh, Macho Man. No, no, okay, but what is, like, I don't, we can talk storylines, left, right, and center, but what is your opinion on women in wrestling, women's wrestling? You know, I always thought that a lot of these women, A, they were extremely athletic, so they should have been put in better match even all the way up to the attitude era they should have been put up in better matches like how what they're doing now than in just attitude you know, era like, had good women's matches no it did it did but, had, were, but it had a lot of gimmick matches like bra and panty matches it was okay, basically like attitude, uh, attitude era had see, okay so attitude era is a bit you you know people are kind of foggy in it, but like even the men's matches had shitty gimmick matches there was a judy bag there was a guy there was a wrestler whose mom was on a pole match that's inappropriate. That's Jesus Christ! Didn't they? Didn't they do that again too? No. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think another wrestler's mom wanted to be in it. I will say this, um, and I, I, I've noticed this with the little bit of wrestling I've watched, and a lot of my knowledge goes more towards, um, like what I've seen in WWE, yeah, and anything. And um, I will attest to what Manny's saying that, but. As you've even said, it's across the board, the gimmick matches or whatever. But I'm finding now that there's more quality women's wrestlers than there was in that era. Yes, you had your handful of like really talented women's wrestlers. Yeah. But now it's almost like um, what I want, what I'm trying to say here is. In this current era of wrestling, from what I've seen, anyways. Yeah. But again, I'm mostly an outsider. I so okay, just like yeah, just to clarify it. So there was the current generation of women's wrestling in the WWE is probably like the best. Yes, group that's of what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. But no, but you're saying that. But like people who are listening probably don't know that, right? So right, okay. They're like the probably the best generation of wrestlers that are there right now, and they're treated on the same level as the men. Yeah, it's right? it's they're they're treated on par. Yeah, I mean, so they're all called superstars. There's no like different. There's no divas the division and stuff yeah. like that anymore, right? So that actually brings me. It reminds me of something. Um, so prior to the women's belt, the raw belt or the women's heavyweight belt, whatever, there actually used to just be the divas championship, and 
uh, there was a tweet that was sent out to McMahon, and McMahon replied. It, it said uh, the tweet said something along the lines of, "You know, uh, you know, take women's wrestling more seriously." And McMahon replied with, "We'll do. Watch next week." And then, okay. like, you in would the, have a way of or the, a story or the week and after all weird facts into it. Okay, Glenn, <laughs> what's the story? I hate when you tell stories because you take like weird bits and pieces out of the story and make <laughs> oh, up a brand new version of the story. In your story, it's just like somebody wrote this, and then Vince was like, "Yeah," and then next week everything was great. <laughs> it was go on. <laughs> it wasn't the okay. There was the Attitude Era. Right. Which ran somewhere between the mid '90s to like early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. And then there was sort of an era where they were sort of like trying to recontextualize what the company was. Because if you watched anything with WB and the Attitude Era, it was like super, you know, super aggressive, edgy, super edgy aggressive, yeah, yeah, all that stuff, sexy, all that stuff. And they were trying to figure out what the company was, and they went through this period where they basically started hiring a lot of models who were athletic, who had an athletic background, and then try and train them to be wrestlers. So they were trying to go for girls who had that, like, Trish Stratus look. But Trish Stratus was, like, a super athletic chick. So she and was, not like, only that, she turned out to be a is. really good wrestler. She, yeah, but she, but, the, her, but she was, like, a really hard worker. Like, if people, yeah. people sort of talk about Trish Stratus, like, the first day, first time she was on TV, she actually forgot her lines and like didn't couldn't talk and stuff right and she like improved 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 and sort of caught up to the group of wrestlers that they had at the time and them all that hometown girl there you go but like you know there was <laughs> there was trish there was lita there was victoria and jazz and um like like like, but, like i like i was trying to say they like those were the handful of really good but there was a lot of in that era, but that's right? what I mean. That the, in that group, there was a mix of girls who like weren't great wrestlers but looked great, and there were group mix of there were other girls who were like good looking as well. That was the thing with WWE in the nineties; they generally went for good looking women regardless. But the, yeah, the, but they were wrestlers. In the two thousands, they sort of went with this like good look. They went with models and tried to teach them how to wrestle. 2000s or 90s? Like, no, this is in the 2000s. Okay, sorry. They had, like, yeah. things about wrestle. And what ended up happening was you started having these girls wrestle, and they would have, like, two-minute matches on TV. So they, the, the joke would be, like, their entrances were longer than the, than the actual, actual match. Yeah. And there was one match on TV that, like, went literally, like, a minute. Like, it was on Raw, it went a minute. And this hashtag that Manny's talking about, sort of caught fire and it was called give divas a chance because people were getting really annoyed at the fact that like there was raw and smackdown which was the main roster television shows Mm -hmm. and then there was nxt which was this development thing that they they were putting on uh the wwe network and And doesn't triple h uh spearhead that triple h spearheaded that and they were having oh he's got spearheaded for but they're having these they were having these like 20 minute matches these amazing like women's wrestlers. The women wrestlers were having these like amazing long back and forth twenty minute matches. My son, I better know. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I adjusted your yeah. microphone. But they would have these long twenty minute matches, and that's what sort of like people, you know, the fans were like, "Wait, hold on." So on this side of the company, they're having like they're giving these women characters and matches and storylines, and on this side of the company, they're having like one minute matches. Like there was a disconnect between that. Yeah, where like the top shows aren't yeah. getting like aren't giving um, women wrestlers yeah. the 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 time the airtime they deserved. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: Raw right. is like a three-hour show. 
Yeah, you can and a fit three in hour a decent show. Match you're giving there, the yeah. girls like a one minute match. It's, it's crazy. It's it's nothing. So, and that'd be one thing if you're like UFC and you knock somebody out in a minute, right? Like that's it's not predetermined. With wrestling, you can span those things out. So that hashtag became a thing. People were ta- hashtagging it a lot every time the girls had a bad match, and eventually Vince McMahon tweeted out a thing saying, "We're listening." You know, uh, stay tuned. Yeah. And then it took a while after that, too. Basically, they groomed all these girls in NXT and then brought them up to the main roster. And sort of. And you like, see it. And you, you see, see it, it now. now. I mean. And even then, they were late to the game with that, too. This is the problem with wrestling, is wrestling sometimes is a little. I mean, I should say this. No, no. WB is the main group, right? Everything yeah. they do, you basically see as like, oh, they're the guys doing it. But, but would you not. argue they're more reactive than proactive? 100%. Yeah. So 100%. they're reacting to what's going on in the independent world and the low and the smaller promoters well, and stuff like that. But even right? like at the time, at the time that WWE like actually finally pushed this quote unquote like women's evolution, which is what they called it, a women's revolution at the time, um, you know. Serena Williams was like the is was is the biggest thing in tennis. Still is. Um, Ronda Rousey was fucking killing it in the UFC. Is she gonna continue in the no, WWE she, or not? Or um, she done? I don't know. She's trying to get pregnant now, so so she's trying to have a family. Time. Okay, some time off. Sorry, sorry, but to like, change the topic. No, but you know what I mean. Like the, the women being successful in other on other sports and right, literally yeah. being the faces of those sports. So WB was like way late on that, even though they they could have done it earlier and just been like, it could have been massive, right? But like, it goes back to the whole thing of they are more reactionary than pro- yes. re- yeah. proactive. Yeah, as, and sorry, there were other wrestling companies who had right? been like being more proactive about it. There was a company called Impact. Oh, there's a company called T- we talked about them last week. Yeah, TNA, TNA Impact, and all Impact. That. Yeah, they had. Um, a wrestler named a Canadian wrestler named Gail Kim, mm-hmm. uh, who used to be at WWE and actually left WWE because she wasn't getting like the opportunity to wrestle. She was she hated it so much that the one time she was on WWE TV, they were having like a battle royal, like a Royal Rumble type of thing, right? And she just eliminated herself just because it was that and bad. And nobody eh? noticed. She did yeah. it on TV, yeah. and no, she got in no trouble in the back when she went back because no one even noticed. Yeah. Nope. And so she ended up she ended up quitting. <laughs> she went to TNA. This was she actually went to TNA, went back to WWE, did that whole thing. Yeah. But her first run in TNA, she faced uh Awesome. She had this huge rivalry with Awesome Kong, who's Kia Stevens from Glow, who plays Welfare Queen. Who was Queen. Welfare Queen. And yeah. they had this amazing back and forth. And people were like, "Holy shit, this, like the women are wrestling and getting like, you know, equal time as the guys and stuff." And they've been very good with keeping that going. Right. And then sometimes reverting back to sort of like the old sexy wrestler thing and then going back again. What about WCW? What did WCW do for women's wrestling? <laughs> Not, nothing. Absolutely They nothing. didn't do okay. much. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they, had, I mean, they like, had a lot of stars who were women. I but mean, they were mostly like, yeah. you know, valets Either I can, yeah. Because do you guys remember uh, a female wrestler? Well, I don't know if she was a wrestler or not. Uh, Scary Sherry? She wasn't a wrestler. She was a valet. She was a valet, and then she yeah. But she could wrestle. Sherry Martel, right? Yeah, yeah Sherry Martel. Martel. Yeah, she she's, could wrestle. Uh, she do I remember her? She, every time Shawn Michaels comes out, you hear her, man. She's the, ah, ah. Yeah, that's her. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fact uh, of the day. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
No, uh, but like scary, scary Sherry, and I. Funny enough, she was called Scary Sherry. I was actually afraid of her. <laughs> yeah. Scary Sherry was a fucking attractive woman without that beard. No, I know, but I was I was afraid of I her as a kid. I remember know, that. I I distinctively remember being afraid of Scary Sherry. That's like know, one of my I, first memories of wrestling. I do feel bad though, because the last thing I, I now she has passed away. Yeah. Um. One of the things that I did hear was that it the last few years of her life. Um, she was just selling a lot of memorabilia just to pay for a lot of the uh, the pills that I, she needed. I hate to say that, but I feel like that's. I'm sorry, Bless I'm you. Dying in the corner. Are you all right there? Yeah, I don't know. Something got me in my nose. Oh Excuse no, me. Manny, what'd you do to him? He's allergic to me. Uh, I, nah, I don't doubt that. He's allergic to pure sexiness. D- gross. Do you need a second there, Dwayne? Yeah, I'll get back to it. Just keep talking. Okay. <laughs> um, I did. I'll tone down the sexiness, please. Do. Uh. <laughs> I just punched him. <laughs> this is horrid. Um, but yeah, I mean, with um, the one thing I, I you you mentioned was glow, and that was a huge. Uh, would you say in the eighties it was? I think, right? Glow. Where where it sort of came in, and um, you know, it was this sort of quick promotion that sort of happened and they didn't really stick around for very long no because at, at that time in the 80s no one was taking it seriously people were people because you think because uh, promotions like the wwf they were pushing you know like these uh, the superstars dresses. the men and all that but what i'm saying like with glow it was arguably the first well it was the first all women's promotion yeah and it, that didn't focus on you know sexy valets no it just don't get me wrong. The, the women, the, some of the oh, gimmicks were, were, were just were based off sexy or whatever. And um, but they gave the women ample time to wrestle. But they, yeah, they had beautiful women wrestlers, and then they had women who could really wrestle. Yes, right. And it it was interesting because then you see because some of them actually did have a history with you know wrestling in the NWA and all that. As well as, you know... Some of them came from, uh, like, legacy wrestling families. Exactly. So, Glow was huge for women's wrestling. And it sort of really brought them to the forefront. One show that it's very loosely based off of the history of that is the show Glow. Is the actual television... Is the Netflix show. Glow. Glow. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Which, obviously, it's very much... um, you know, romanticized. Yes, that's a perfect word to use. It's been romanticized to no end. But and the gimmicks that were that are on Glow, it's 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 not a documentary by any stretch. They, they're they're out of this world, but it's meant to entertain. But at the end of the day, though, I mean, but that's what every wrestling, wrestling in general, right? exactly. Every wrestling promotion is there to entertain, dating back from the times of carnies to you know to today's you know like super athletic uh, athletes, right? You know who will do like a standing triple backflip. And land on a finger, <laughs> but here, right? here's the coolest thing, and 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 like to to go back to what you and I were saying earlier, and Dwen sort of clarified on it was the fact that now in this era, because of that whole thing where they've actually groomed wrestlers as opposed to just getting a model and seeing if she could wrestle, which I think I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but Glow may have sort of done the same thing with a handful of their wrestlers that were there, and the Guerreros were huge with Glow because they were the wrestling coordinators on their show and all that stuff. And yeah. actually, funny enough, continue to be on the Netflix program, right? But 
it's it's crazy to see how much better now women's wrestling is. I mean, look at Charlotte Flair. Look at uh, who's well her, Becky Lynch and Becky Lynch. Sorry, Becky Lynch, the man there. Yeah, because Becky Lynch is now the current women's champion, right? Well, one of my one of my favorite wrestlers to watch now, and for some reason WWE is they're kind of burying them. Is the Japanese wrestlers um, Asuka and Kerry uh, Sane? Those two, I mean, they're a tag team right now. They're now, you know, the Kabuki Warriors. Um, those two on their own, they produce fantastic matches. Even when they were in NXT, they, uh, like, um, so the, Asuka produced... Could it be more a factor that the quality of wrestling is great, but they're not great on the mic? Because so I feel like Well, they're need, English. They, they speak it, Exactly, no right? You, it's almost like they need, like, a valet slash a manager there. Almost like a Paul Heyman type, although he's like right next to to well, Brock Lesnar, obviously, right? Well, you do say that, but uh, and, and you're right because their valet is actually um, former wrestler uh, Paige. That's their val. That's their valet right now. But as I was saying, now see in NXT though individually sorry. they had a great run um, as champion, and you didn't really and you know yes their promos weren't the best, but that that but you know. The wrestling spoke for itself. Duane, how long was Asuka uh, champion for? Like, how long was her run? Um, something like two and a half years. Yeah. She's like undefeated for two and a half years. Undefeated. She was absolutely, like, perfect. Her wrestling was... Right. She yeah. had... She Would you say she had that strong style of Japanese wrestling we talked yeah. about last week? Yeah, Asuka's gonna kill you. <laughs> but uh, we mentioned a little bit about about glow. Yeah, right? I had to leave how, yeah, yeah, I saw that. You, were, you weren't doing too good there. Yeah, we started to mention how it was sort of... It was a short lived thing in the 80s but it was huge to start off like people noticing women's wrestling yeah although it was like it, super gimmicky and shit yeah but yeah, yeah. but aside from the gimmicks they ha- they had some really talented women wrestlers wrestling for them too right I think like a few not a lot but a few yeah yeah, yeah. so wait what, what are you talking about Asuka for oh uh, we were I was actually talking about how uh, right now like that uh, some of the wrestlers right now they're they're not the best. They don't cut the best promos mm-hmm. because you know, a Oscar and Carrie Saints, uh, their English isn't up to you know the greatest. Um, but their wrestling spoke for themselves. Yeah, well, that's I mean, and in, back in the days, you know, like back in like you know the days of like the nineties where you know you would get like a one minute match. I mean, there's no way that they would be able to. And the one have, minute matches were in the two thousands. Oh, okay, <laughs> and if you were paying attention to the first half of this podcast, you yeah. Oh, I'm wrong era. That's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Anyways, continuing. You've derailed you my train of thought. <laughs> that wasn't very hard. <laughs> Duane, who right now to who right now do you think was actually is the most exciting women's wrestler there is? Like pure excitement. Someone that's both good on the mic and can hold their own. Ah, it's be- right now it's Becky Lynch. Like Becky Lynch is the fucking biggest superstar in the WWE right now. She's an Irish wrestler. She's 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 gold on the mic. She wrestles well. She's not the best wrestler in the company, but she's she's definitely some like she's the biggest star in the company right now. Joe, what's your you said you went with Charlotte? Did you did you have a like a follow up question? Yeah, did, or you, did have you have a statement because your face like, went the other way? You were so confused. <laughs> well, no, because I actually don't think she is the best wrestler. Okay, I don't then think who she's do you the think is the best re- I, women wrestler? In someone the- that can actually hold themselves on the mic as well as be able to put it up in the ring. I still I go with uh, your opinion earlier, of Charlotte Flair. But Charlotte Flair is not a good promo though. I think her promos are great. They're to the point. They're exactly, you know, she's exactly 
she portrays, you know, the heel character and she portrays it well. And it's, you know, straight to the point. I I'm not saying, I love Charlotte. I'm not saying she's a bad writer. Here's, she's here's the, the question. Are her... Now, the only thing I can compare to realistically is her father's promos. Are they as as dynamic as as Rick's? No, they're not. But here's the thing. Nobody's going to be dynamic as Rick. Ric Flair is like a a once-in-a-fucking-generation wrestler. Fair enough. She's still a second-generation. That's like comparing every new good hockey player to Gretzky. Fair enough. And that does happen. (laughs) Of course it happens, right? And Charlotte Flair, unfortunately, has the tag of being a flair. So you're going to get that more So she's going to get that comparison more. She's a great heel like her dad. She's an amazing wrestler. An incredible, incredible wrestler for somebody who didn't even want to be in wrestling. Up until the time she got into wrestling, she was a a volleyball player. She was in, uh, in college and stuff. Rick's other son, um, Reed was a wrestler. He was the youngest of the all the kids, I think. And um, he passed away of a drug overdose. And I want to double-check that before I say it out loud, but right. in 2003 in Japan. And Charlotte and Reed were very close. And so she decided to do the wrestling thing as sort of an honor, like sort of honoring his memory. Honoring him, yeah. And she says it all the time. But like, that's the only reason she got into wrestling. And she's fucking phenomenal at it. Well, it's it's those flair genes too. There was a, there's, there's an but, older flair boy who was not very good. Oh, is it? <laughs> His name is David David Flair. Uh, but I, you know, for somebody who's done it for such a short amount of, are you playing footsie with me? Kind you, of. Yeah. It's me. Um, um, <laughs> Man, but he's as, jealous. But as somebody. <laughs> Like as somebody who's not who's just recently started doing it, she's fucking excellent, and she's a great wrestler, but she's not great on the mic. I think she's great on the mic. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. See, like three. All right, um, watches SmackDown once every year. Comes <laughs> out with the thing. She's, okay, well, what about other um, other women in wrestling too? Like, what do you your opinion is? Because I will say, I feel like. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair are the top two right now in wrestling. Yes. Right? So go further down the line, too. Like, um, Who would you say right now fits in that criteria where they took a good-looking model-type girl and tried to train her to be a wrestler? Um, and is does and Lana does Lana wrestle or she? She does. Strict, she's not. She's not great. She's not a great yet. wrestler, but she's um, still. She's wrestling. a phenomenal manager. Her and her husband have like a thing together. Like they would come out together. And happy Rusev Day. Happy Happy Rusev Day. Um, it's glorious of Rusev days. Um, do you remember all those promos he did? Like those. Uh, anyways, let's try to stick with his wrestling. Sorry. Oh, he did like a bunch of. Um, Who's he? Pronouns. Uh, Rusev. Happy Rusev Day. Yes. He did a bunch of like uh, postcards. <laughs> no, I feel like you're making this up. I'm not making this up. I think you're the one that sent it to me. Is it your postcard? Yeah, it was like different uh, him in different scenarios, like barbecuing, Happy Rooster Day. I'll find it. I'll I'll remember it. Okay. Oh, um, Duane, this actually goes back to what we were saying before the show because yeah. we were talking about Glow and how that one character, Carmen Mount. What's it? Machu Picchu is loosely based off of the wrestler Emily Dole, who was known as Mount Fiji. And she was a huge, um, awesome, a huge character for for them. I just got it. Mount Fuji. 
and Machu, Machu Picchu. Picchu. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole that's the yeah. whole thing. Right? I got it. Yeah, so they're loosely based, and she was apparently a very. She looks very much like her. Like yes, too, the girl I like, that they got to wrestle. Yeah, the the girl that they get to that plays Carmen looks very much, has a very similar sort of look to a young Emily Dole. We and, should try and get like uh, before and afters because a lot of the yeah like you guys talked about a lot of the glow cast is built to look like the actual glow wrestlers to look like not, somebody yeah. from that yeah from from that show. Um. Yeah, she was. Uh, she wrestled with them for a good long time. Like basically, I think she was with Glow the whole run. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was actually like a proper wrestler too. Like I think. Yeah, Glow, she was one of the few. Proper- Glow did a lot of that, like getting actors and models to like and teaching them how to wrestle. But they were obviously athletic and stuff. But she was. I think she came from a wrestling background. And like, like I even said that with Manny. They, they, like, they actually they did go out of their way to try to find some, a handful of proper wrestlers. Well, I think like we've discussed this too. It's you know, if you, if you, um, it's hard, man. Wrestling is hard. Like you will hurt yourself if you don't know how to do it properly. And there, there are tons of like wrestling schools where people who are in amazing shape can't continue doing it because they either hurt their back or they hurt their you know and then they're kind of done in that particular field the girl that um the woman that uh manuel was talking about Paige, if you've seen the movie fighting for my family it's based on her fighting life. For, fighting with my family or whatever with my family fighting for my family one of the two but isn't that produced by the rocks production company it's produced by the rocks and company. WWE. wwe yeah um but that movie is is sort of a a weird historically inaccurate biopic <laughs> of her life. But that girl, when she signed with WWE, she was 18. And her, she comes from a wrestling family. There's a documentary of the same name. Was which, it John Goodman, her father, in the movie? No. No, man. It's the guy from it's, uh, uh, Hot Simon Fuzz. Pegg. No, it's oh, not Simon, Simon Pegg. The no, other guy. Fuck. Um, What's his name? I hate myself for not knowing Simon this dude's name. Anyways, but <laughs> I'm sure it's John Goodman. Dude. It's not John Goodman. Just because, dude, not everybody is John Goodman. There's only one. <laughs> he's still gonna fight with us about this. He's giving Nick me Frost. S- yes, that's who it is. Oh, that's not John Goodman at all. Okay. <laughs> no, because he's British. John Goodman is everybody not in British. that movie who wasn't American was British. Exactly. <laughs> British John Goodman. Anyways, going forward. No, man. Like, are you are you annoying John Goodman right now? <laughs> like, I have to ask because this is not the first time on the show you've mentioned John Goodman. What's with the hard on for John Goodman? He doesn't know any other actors. I do know. Someone said I look like John Goodman. Not recently. He's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he looks great. Have you seen the Righteous Gemstones? No, I haven't. It's fucking good. It's weird, but it's good. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. All right, what else about John Goodman, man? Yeah, man, that's it. That's it. I just stop talking. Like, that's it. I have nothing else. I've given you my answer. I'm a clear cut. You're not friend. in the Philippines anymore. You can't blame bad connection. No, I'm a clear cut. <laughs> <guy. laughs> you can't blame an election. An election? Yeah. Yeah, you blame an election. You can't show up today. The internet's bad because there's an election in town. I... Oh, yeah, that's when I fought with the senator. Oh yeah, tell <laughs> that story. I no, want no, you to no, tell no, that story no, no, now. No, 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 no. Because no, 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 no. we'll tell that story if you. No, no, it has nothing to do with it, right? Now. We'll, we'll tell that what story. What does John Goodman have to do with anything? You, you still brought, you that brought up. John Goodman up. No, I did not bring. Okay, yes, I did, but it was re- in 
relation. But anyways, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go back texting. to Paige and fighting with my family. No, so she was signed at 18. Yeah. And she was sort of one of the first people to start like this good wrestler, good female wrestler thing in WWE. But she um, had a neck injury uh-huh. about two years ago, had it fixed, came back, was in a house show match, simple, like what are the regular, a regular move, and she got fucked in the neck again and essentially has retired at 25. Right, that's a shame. She, yeah, it's her. It was her birthday recently, so I think she's like twenty six or twenty seven now. And she went in to get like checked, and her doctor was like, "Well, we're gonna have to do more another neck surgery." Oh my you, god! Because you have the neck of a sixty year old. How oh, the fuck? Yeah, wrestlers they get their what is it? Their neck becomes fused. I believe this is the term, right? Well, they fuse your neck. Yeah, yeah. for the surgeries because you just yeah. fall on it so much, right? You yeah. fall on your neck and your back a lot, so. But they're in such great shape that you, they don't get they knock on wood don't get paralyzed. Or whatever. Yeah. But wrestling's hard, and that's the thing. Like when they bring when you bring like models and stuff into it, people who don't know, and it happens to the guys too. They bring these good-looking guys who are jacked, and you know they're just bodybuilder types, and they they don't know how to wrestle. They don't know how to wrestle. Like that. Yeah. There's there's danger. They either injure themselves or they injure or they yeah. injure others. But I think. What Manny, well, just going back to the question you mentioned before, Manny, you were talking about like what models have they brought into WWE that have done like a good enough job wrestling. Um, Mandy Rose is one that they have right now who is a model prior and she's learning how to wrestle and she's actually getting pretty good. Right. But it's an attitude thing, right? I think if you're like into it, and I think all, the, and that was the sad part with all the girls like in the night in the in the two thousands where they they were, they had the sort of like energy to wrestle and learn to wrestle they just didn't get the time to show it yeah so the that, fans sort of a, shit on it right and that's, that goes back again to Gail Kim yeah but she was a wrestler Gail Kim wasn't a model Gail Kim was a wrestler like you'd go around in town in Toronto if you see like I saw her wrestle at the X you know she's wrestled in town before she, she, was, yeah. she was never a, a model she was a well she was a good looking girl but she was, she was always a wrestler first I'm not gonna lie the one wrestler I have the biggest crush on Nia Jax Oh, Nia Jax is babe. Oh, she's gorgeous. Anna's fucking got a big crush on I've her. I've got a crush on her. <laughs> I didn't realize this, but she was born in Sydney. Yeah, but she's from a wrestling family too, though. No, no, she's she's she's, she's a Samoan, she's, right? She's, 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 cousin, she's a wrestler. She's she's. I feel like if you're if you were from that part of the world, you have a relation to the to Dwayne Johnson. Unless you're Samoa Joe, he's the only he's the Samoan, yeah, wrestler, Samoan wrestler not related to anybody. <laughs> But I kind of want to find out if Mount Fiji was related to The Rock now. Because <laughs> she think, was a Samoan wrestler. I think um, there's a bunch of wrestlers. Like, it's funny. There's a, like, that whole Samoan side of the thing is insane how many. And now even The Rock's daughter's wrestling. Like learning oh, is his, his oldest daughter's learning to wrestle? Yeah, she's, a, she's signed up with the WWE Performance Center. Nice. She's learning, so. Her and That's Dominic amazing. are going to have the first match. Fuck Dominic. Okay, like, if you. I would say Becky Lynch is like like The Rock. The Rock was never a great wrestler, but he was a great promo. Becky Lynch is a great promo. Like she's a fucking clever girl. She can she thinks on her feet. She's, she's the man. Changed her yeah, she's completely changed her character from when she first came around. <laughs> oh yeah, she she came from that uh steampunk thing. Yeah. Edge didn't Edge said you ripped off my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Edge, that was awesome seeing him uh spear somebody on SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of scary, but <laughs> I haven't seen him do a wrestling move in forever. He's another guy who's fucked up his neck. Yeah. He's got stenosis. 
Shit. Which is what Paige has and which is what current WWE wrestler um, Sheamus has. That's right. Um, <laughs> didn't Daniel Bryan have something like that too, or was his no, a Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan's thing was he had he well he, he was getting con- he had concussion issues. Okay, and then the misdiagnosis had him retired for like two years. Yeah, he was then, out of the game for a while, right? Yeah. And now he's back and fucking amazing. He's <laughs> just so much fun to watch. <laughs> he is. Um, going like if we're talking about injuries and uh, some of the. Older wrestlers and everything, and everything in that sense. Um, recently, watching uh, Trish Stratus wrestle at uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, she came she, back. At yeah, SummerSlam she came to back amazing. But to wrestle, she looked great. She, in my opinion, she looked great. Charlotte Flair did carry the match a bit. No, but Trish Stratus has always been in shape. She knows how to like keep. I mean, she, she's one of the big things with her. She hurt her back. And she started doing yoga, and that sort of like helped her career again, helped her stay in the game for as long as she did back back then. And you know, open a yoga studio here in Toronto. This is the yoga studio, Stratosphere Yoga, and she's but she's also um, like she's always sort of her whole thing. She went to school for like kinesiology. She was a fitness model, like you know. So all that stuff is she's used all that stuff to like stay in shape. She was never really like. You see people leave wrestling and come back, men and women, and they sort of like it's the athlete thing. You right? get You're, a lot of athletes. What it is, you and um, we actually know a guy who used to be a professional athlete. Uh, we used to play soccer with him, Paul. Yes, he was, uh, believe, a professional uh, soccer player in Barbados. But anyways, he once said to, to me about it, he goes, "You get so used to having this high caloric intake." Yeah. That you continue it sometimes after you've stopped working out. So that's why, you know, a lot of professional athletes will, if they're not careful, balloon and gain so much weight after they've retired because they've just gotten so used to this high amount of calories they have to take in to keep, you know, their bodies fueled. I'm going to use that excuse going You're not a professional athlete. My, You're I not was. a professional athlete, so that won't work. <laughs> Don't you take this away from me, Giuseppe. I just did. <laughs> First of all, it's Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Second you, of Dwayne. all, professional athlete. You may have athlete's foot. That doesn't make you an athlete. <laughs> my feet are quite clean, thank you. Let's yeah, not talk about your feet. With them. That's disgusting. You how? Oh, of course, the first thing you go to tag me with is I can eat with them. <laughs> I've never, I wouldn't put you as to being that flexible. Just because you had your feet in some Filipino girl's mouth. It's <laughs> gross. It's gross. I can never understand how the foot fetish is a thing, honestly. Never. Gross. I'm serious. I don't understand. So I, do you have a foot fetish, too? Are you There's a foot fetish? Joe's so got a lot of weird fetishes. There's so much Joe needs to cut from this episode. <laughs> It's good. I mean, <laughs> okay. So you were saying Trish came back and she was she did really, and that it's because she's taking care of herself and and uh, fucking amazingly considering the two kids and not wrestling this whole time, she actually comes back and looks like an athlete still, right? Very close to what she looked like when she left. Yeah, you know, um, and the match with Charlotte was fucking amazing. It was probably the best Trish Stratus match ever, which kind of makes you sad to um, think about how many matches there could have been if uh, WWF 
had pushed this women's division a lot earlier and how many potential okay the... but see the again thing is, listening though... to the first half of this podcast will help you the era that Trish Stratus was in was fine they were pushed Trish Stratus and Lita even main evented Raw they were the first women to do that yes Charlotte's one is being pushed she's main evented Raw she's main evented pay-per-views so what part are you like sad about no I'm saying though like like you said, there was Trish and Lita, who, and you named them a bunch of other, like you know, high-profile female yeah. wrestlers. But now there's a lot of you know female wrestlers, not just in WWE, uh, but you know in NXT and all. In are TNA. you are you saying? Oh, let me finish, let me finish. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, in all these other promotions where women's wrestling is being pushed a lot more, as to previously uh, where it wasn't being pushed, only a select few were being pushed. Now, almost a lot of you know, there's a lot more females. That are being pushed, so it kind of makes you wonder who could have came up, uh, who could have, you know, who could have been benefited from that from the earlier I, days. I would argue that they all have. Are now? Are you trying to say because now didn't they recently have the first all women's pay per view event where yeah. every match was it was it was top the, to bottom it was, it was top to bottom the entire the women's division yeah. and it's the first one for WWE. Yeah, yeah, they've right. done it at other. They've done it in other places. But, but again, and it also goes back to, like, you, you are trying to stick with, you know, what you know, which is the WWE, and there's nothing wrong with that. But Dwayne even mentioned it earlier that the WWE has this wonderful knack of being reactive as opposed to proactive for certain things. And women's wrestling just happens to be one of them. That's not to say they haven't had women's wrestling throughout their entire history. It's just... I think, well, I think, like, we, you know, what Manny was saying is like, I guess what you're trying to say at least is like who, what would have happened if they had been doing this with the last generation of girls, like the Divas? Yeah. Okay. But that point doesn't stand to the match that just happened. Okay. Right? Because the match that just happened had the two w- leading women for both the generations that actually got pushed and had storylines built around them and had characters built yes, around them. Yes, so, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> you're not even listening. I am listening to everything you said. It's just it's exactly what you said. <laughs> my my next question is Alexa Bliss wrestling still or is she still yeah she's still wrestling she's the she, women's tag she, team champion okay right she's she's wrestling again because the last yeah. I heard she was injured for a while she was she had like uh, concussion yeah. stuff going yeah. on and she's another one I would put maybe on top there as well with Becky Lynch yeah oh yeah. with her promos yeah yeah she's great on the mic she's decent decent enough wrestler they don't give her the opportunity sometimes to show that she's because she's a heel they don't right. sometimes show her, like show how like decent she is but she's someone who I don't think there's this whole thing of like WB had these like four they call themselves the four horsewomen. And it was Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, um, Bailey and uh, Becky Lynch. And they were all supposed to be like the sort of faces of the company at some point. And they are. They're all amazing. But then there were these other girls who were sort of around them who uh-huh. maybe didn't get so much of the shine. And Alexa was one of them, but she sort of has pushed her way to the top by like being fucking clever <laughs> <laughs> well she's she's pretty cool and she's got a pet pig which I love because oh, I follow her Larry. on Instagram <laughs> Larry Steve that fucking thing might be bigger than her he's <laughs> yeah. huge alright um, quick Especially thing quick those thing. matches with her and Strowman now yeah. Yeah. you guys are definitely bigger wrestling fans than I um, let's do a quick top five each of your top fives top five Women wrestler, obviously based off of your opinions, and we'll go with Ever? Manny. Sure, uh, let's go with Manny's thoughts first, and then 
We'll go with Dwen, who is much more of an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, grease up the wheel because that gerbil's gonna go into overdrive. Oh dear. It's a long way it's a long way from the chair to your head. <laughs> um You know for we... everybody else it's a hamster. You said gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? I don't know. But anyways. Richard Gere. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> And now, creepy Uncle Maddie. <laughs> Talking about women. <laughs> oh, no. I think we should skip me what after that. What have I done? Um, can, I include, I... can I include valets as well? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, number five, I'm actually going to go with Sasha Banks. She actually, to me, she is definitely someone that has been... She's there, but lately she hasn't been. But she has definitely, yeah, Dwayne's laughing. Um, and she's kind of, and I think that she's it's just. The, and she's in the biggest storyline. Right <laughs> no, no, no. Before, no, but before she wasn't. No, before she was. She took a long, hold on. She took a long hiatus. Yeah. Okay, okay but for whatever long, reason, yeah, she, she was away. She literally came back in Toronto. Yeah, she only came back two weeks ago. But no, no. She was off for a long hiatus. Um, so she made her return recently, yes, is what you yes. said. What you're saying? Okay. Number four, I'm gonna go All with right. Alundra Blaze, um, and her Medusa character, simply because of that one moment that we talked about it um, when we were talking about the when NWO, she throws out the, the WWE belt. Exactly. Do you know that she now does a lot of monster truck driving? Fuck yeah, that's actually really fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it her monster truck named Medusa? Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't yeah. doubt that. I, I hope so, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, number three, I mean, even though I'm going to still go with um, the man. Becky Lynch? Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. I spaced that on her name. <laughs> okay, no, I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go with her, right? I mean, she is simply amazing. Everything she has been doing, uh, the way that she pushes herself. And the she's the she current champion the right now, right? She's the current women's champion on Raw. Yes. On SmackDown, it's uh, Bailey. Okay. Yeah. Um... Number two, you know, remember this is all time. Yeah, valets so as well. Far so far, you've stayed in like the same era. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually gonna go with no. Switch my number three, my number two. And no, three. no, no. Okay, fabulous, no, no. This is what fabulous I... Moolah. Really? The to fabulous, number two? Yeah, the fabulous Moolah. Fabulous Moolah. Yeah. Um, what about because, fabulous Moolah? She's just uh, one of the few people that you actually remember seeing. They were, they were one of like the one of the OGs. Yes, thank you. One all of right. the OGs. And yes, uh, wait. <laughs> what is with the face, Dwayne? Because the fabulous Moolah, there's a big scrutiny around her. Um, what is with the face? There's a big scrutiny around her. They actually needed to change the name of the of the Rumble, right? Uh, but you do have to admit, though. I mean, she did make an impact on wrestling, unfortunately, for negative reasons. Oh, what she, happened? Okay, she I was have basically to, I, running a bordello. Dwayne, yeah, there's there's a lot of stories about. Yeah, Mula. She was running. Yeah. Yeah. No, no wonder you running. chose her yeah. to be your no, no, favorite. No, 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 no. There's basically a lot of stories about her being um, a madam. Yeah, basically a madam. Like, oh dear, you couldn't she and sort of having. It's weird. These things came out very recently, at least to me. And to a no lot wonder of they're ma- no wonder she's one of Manny's faves. No, no, she's. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> that, that prolific, right? She is. I mean, you. Yeah, she was the longest reigning WWF. Women's champion. So yeah. she's the pioneer in women's wrestling. Aside from her, uh, her out of her, but she was back, out she, of her, but but uh, she was that because yeah. of uh, she was that because of all that stuff of of all what the other stuff. Yeah. Really. Yeah. In fact, her losing the her losing the W. I think her losing that belt 
or her losing. Oh, I gotta get this. You guys talk about this because I, you guys talk about. Because yeah, so I'm gonna double check. It was right. her and and slash May Young. Well, both of them are those. Kind are of you like tying it, those for your number yeah, two? Those are the two OGs, right? Okay, so and you're number, going with the originals. For and that. my number one was was going to be Miss Elizabeth. Really? The valet. Yeah. Well, what was it about Miss Elizabeth? Do you? Um, a, she was the prettiest woman in wrestling at one point. She definitely was. Uh, but it's just I like she was one of the first women that I actually saw uh, get involved in a storyline. Like I remember her distinctively slapping Hulk Hogan. But here's my thing, and wasn't Miss Elizabeth? Wasn't that whole character slash gimmick or whatever? Was it almost like she was a damsel in distress throughout her whole time? Or I didn't see her like that. I saw her more as. Um, I just saw her always as, as I didn't see her in that character. I just saw her, someone that was always with Macho Man, someone that always stood beside them, you know, when, you know, through tough and bad, you know, uh, that she was, you know, his rock. Not as Dwayne Johnson. No. That was, <laughs> although Macho Man. Pro, did you like Macho Man's promos? Oh, fuck, man. Everybody loved Macho Man's promos. Yeah. It's the Macho Man. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely yeah. have to post. At some point, we're going to have to post that promo with him with the creamers. We are going to have to post it. Eh? Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> Cream with a crap. Guy who's fucking on his phone all the time suddenly forgets how to use Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Anyways, Dwen, did you get to your actual, what you were sort of trying to research? There's a story um, I actually haven't Sort found. of brush through what you know and then... Well, this is the thing. I don't know who screwed who. So there's the original... There's a thing about... Brett screwed Brett. Well, say. There's, there's a thing this, the, people always refer to it as the original screw job, which is, I believe, Wendy Wendy Richter, okay. who was sort of the rising WWE Women's Champion uh, in the eighties. Just this really good-looking girl. She looked very sexy, all the stuff, and it had her wrestle a match against like a masked wrestler, and the masked wrestler, like, wasn't supposed to win the match. And, her and won the belt. Would you say it was like um It was like Brett's thing. Yeah. It was exactly like that's what I mean when they say original screws yeah. and they pinned her and then the mask wrestler took off the mask and it was Moolah. Oh dear. And uh I'm almost certain that's how that story goes. And then Wendy Richter basically never wrestled for WWE after that. Really? Yeah. So now I may be telling that story in a manny kind of way, so I'll double check it. <laughs> well um, we'll double check it yeah. and then we'll 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 Talk we'll get it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, now to your top five. What are you showing, Manny? Show me a picture of Asuka. I like how you were just like, I like how Manny was just like, yeah, Charlotte is the best wrestler of this and generation. And she's not even in, in his, his top, top five. five. And he named six women. Six women in the generation, <laughs> yeah. right? You fucking goofball. Who are you yeah, pointing on. Manny, put your pants back on and stop you? jerking off to pictures of Asuka. It's Asuka's inappropriate. gorgeous, yes. Um, but just don't do it in this room. Where's the sign? You don't need a sign. It's got a, decency. It's implied, you son of a bitch. God damn it. I don't see a sign saying don't jerk off. Where are you going that there are signs that say don't jerk <laughs> off? Obviously places that need signs. Oh my god. You know, Joe, you know how last week you helped fix Manny's toilet? Yeah. And there was quote unquote glue on the washroom? Yeah. Don't. No, please. I'm going to. Was there well, a sign? I'm gonna hope. <laughs> Was there a sign at his house by the washroom that said "Don't jerk I'm off"? I'm gonna hope it's glue, and I'm leaving it at that. 
You think that there was just randomly somebody dropped glue on the washroom? I'm said I'm hoping. How unhealthy do you think I am? Let's you not have a gerbil this. up your ass to help you think about women wrestling. <laughs> I said brain. Get to your goddamn five. <laughs> kind of want to tickle his belly. Gerbil up your ass. Don't you fucking touch me. <laughs> Don't. Where's the sign? That's assault. How have you not been fired for sexually assaulting somebody in your office? You literally just tried to sexually assault me. It's on. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. Let's go okay. to Dwen's top Jesus. five. All right. Uh, this is kind of tough, but uh, Miss Elizabeth, number five. All right. For sure. You're putting her down there, eh? Jesus, man. Yeah, well, she wasn't a wrestler wrestler. But oh, she, she was, was a valet. Uh, she was a valet, but she was a very fucking good valet. Basically, every valet was sort of based around based. her. Okay. And it, she's like one of the few valets. Um, what Why are you squeezing your titty? Why did you just squeeze your titty? What is going on? I'm swiping the wet up. Did you see I'm swiping the wet you guys are making me get tongue tied. He's squeezing his titty. Did you hear what he said? He said, I'm swiping the wet. No. <laughs> are you wiping, lactating? I'm wiping the are you sweat fucking lactating? off my head. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> You're the worst. Fucking titty squeezer over here. Squeezing his own titties. God damn it, who's number four doing? Well, let me finish why I liked Elizabeth. Let, finish your point on Elizabeth, Elizabeth please. Elizabeth, oh, God. Every He's, time his hand moves, I, I get know, nervous. It's so scary. I'm fucking frightened right now. What the hell can we do an episode about women when we have a fucking Me Too? <laughs> I am not. No. no hashtag no. Me Too. No, get the no, fucking no. Harvey human Weinstein human of our human podcast. Human wow. embodiment wow. of Me Too wow. walking around. <laughs> okay. I think we have to cut that section. No, that's we, staying, yeah, Harvey. That's cut. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We'll cut it if you edit the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's okay. So yeah, no, Miss Elizabeth was just like I think Miss Elizabeth was sort of the first female in WWE that like kids man male and female could get like kinda get behind. Like right. It wasn't like, you know, she was like, she wasn't overly sexy or it wasn't in your face sexy so, that all the sort of other valets. The became. fact that you mentioned that, um, I was listening to, I listen, I listened to Q107 Network, yeah. which is a radio station here in Toronto. And the host of the morning show happened to go on cause they they have a big wrestling fan. It was around the time of SummerSlam. Like it was the week right. leading up to it. And they mentioned, you know, and Miss Elizabeth was mentioned in there and all three of the guys were like, yeah. Miss Elizabeth woke up a few things in me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Manny, stop looking at me like that. I also know she was like beloved amongst all the other like wrestlers, wrestling people. They, she was just very sweet and very nice. So like that was always a good plus. Right. Okay. Uh, number four. Number four. I would say number four would be. Um, Oh damn! This is actually kind of tough now that I go to number four. <laughs> My number four was Alondra Blaze. Yeah, no, Alondra Blaze is good. I see that. I didn't watch enough Alondra Blaze to be like, uh, to be like a massive fan but of her. This isn't Manny's list. This no, is no, 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 no. But I'm saying why yeah. she wouldn't be on my list. But I, if I were to throw somebody in there, that number four 
it would probably be Lita. Really? Oh shit! Lita, Lita would be my number four, and I, I and generally I put Lita up a lot higher, but I think this year this generation of um, this generation of women that are in wrestling now are probably going to take a lot of the top spots because of where they are. But in terms of quality of wrestler, everything, yeah, everything. But okay, so yeah, Lita, because. I don't think you had like a soup like people kind of forget because of all the stuff that sort of happened later on in her career with right. her relationship with Edge and Matt and Hardy all that and, stuff. and all that business. Like she was an amazing, amazing high flying woman wrestler. No, I remember her doing had, all that high flying shit. Right, who had traveled around the world and like had this really like you know not conventionally good looking like you know what you think of when you they put like wrestlers out there you know blonde and blah blah blah. Like she was kind of a badass. Well, I think wasn't. Because weren't there storylines kind of where her... me of um, the girl from that 70s show. Oh, Donna? Yeah. <laughs> uh, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't you uh, sort of... Didn't they sort of market her as like Tristratus's rival? She was always Tristratus's rival. Right. But so, they're like best friends in real life. Right. But, that's, but I guess that's how they sort of worked that out too, right? The but, fact that she's... I really should mention this. I actually met both Lita and Trish at New York Comic Con last year. Nice. Do you have yeah. a picture? Uh, no, I don't have any pictures. I saw them in the parking lot. Wow. Okay. Wow. Hold on. That's an embodiment of me, too. Wow, that made me sound really too bad. Late. No, Anyways, <laughs> creepy. So, Uncle. Christian was there, too. Christian was there, too. That's not helping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I think that was her big deal, was that she was just, like, so different from any... Even now, there's not many, like, high-flying wrestling female athletes like they were back in the day well there's what's i can't i keep forgetting her name the japanese wrestler carrie sane asuka yeah. yeah isn't she one of those type of wrestlers asuka's not really a high flyer uh carrie sane is carrie sane okay. she does the macho man elbow she does the macho man elbow she does one of the fucking most beautiful um uh, i think i just happened to watch no. like one asuka match where she actually does a high flying flip, move like the flip uh, <laughs> moonsault moonsault she does a very beautiful moonsault um so yeah okay so lita Asuka will kick the shit out of you. Asuka will kick the shit out of you. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look at that grin. <laughs> three. Uh, I'd say Trish here. Trish? Yeah. Yeah? No. I'll change that back. I'll change that. I'll go Becky Lynch on this one. Becky Lynch at number three? I think Becky Lynch at number three. Only because I think Becky Lynch's thing is she's not... She's a great... She's a good wrestler. She's a great wrestler. She's traveled around the world. She's one of those fascinating fucking stories right. of wrestlers. And, you know. But I think she's... A great, a fucking great promo. A great character. Like, she builds a great character. But what puts her on number three for you? Is that, is that, you know, there's a thing of like, there's a thing of like, wrestling is more than just being a good wrestler. Right. It's having a good character. It's connecting with the crowd. It's like having that it factor. So you're saying those things put her higher on the list? Yes. Those and her per- wrestling ability. I don't. I think she's a good wrestler, but like you, you know, when she wrestles Charlotte, it's good and it's great. And sometimes I mean, she's not had the opportunity to wrestle many great, great wrestlers. They don't put her in that kind of situation. Okay. But I think so she's a, she's a very good. She's three only because of the way I'm going to build my list. Right. Like, okay. It, okay. Because I have to put a number to it. Like I right, wouldn't yeah. ever fucking if I if somebody would have told me like, oh yeah, she's the third. You know, she's totally third best on your list. I'm like, yeah. no, not at all. Like, you know, Gwen's gonna get curb stomp later. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. I'll welcome it. He's being um, such a mark and I love it. Two would be Trish Stratus. Okay. And Trish Stratus is on number Hometown two. Hometown girl. Hometown girl. And Trish Stratus number two because, again, in the one, she was part of a group of, re- a group of people that made women's wrestling important at a time when it wasn't 
all that important. Which her and Lita were huge on that. Her and Lita and a bunch of other girls. Uh, on that. Jazz. Jazz, Molly Holly, Victoria. Like they made. I pay- miss Molly Holly. I really liked her. And Molly Holly apparently, from everything I've heard, is a fucking sweetheart. I, um, I remember her matches. She was a great wrestler. Beth Phoenix, who is Edge's wife, who is a great women's wrestler, Hall of Fame WWE wrestler, and Edge's wife, when she won her, uh, when she did her Hall of Fame speech, she mentioned that she's she's from Buffalo, mm-hmm. and she wanted to, um, she wanted to go again to wrestling school, but she didn't have the money, and Molly Holly didn't know her, <laughs> right? And paid for her wrestling school. That's amazing. Like there's cool little stories like that. So, um. You know, in terms of women that like, I bring Trish Stratus up because she was my favorite female wrestler of that time. Hometown girl. Hometown girl and <laughs> fucking Trish Stratus. Like, I, I remember Trish Stratus on Off the Record the first time she got there, which is like this Canadian talk show, sports talk show. You oh, love Michael Landsberg. Fucking Michael. Um, but she was on that show and she was so good <laughs> on that show. And I remember watching her and telling one of my friends. This chick should be a wrestler. <laughs> like, she's just built like a wrestler. Because her whole right. thing was, when she became, decided to become a fitness model, she was going to school for kinesiology. Right, yeah. York University went on strike, is what they're prone to do. I think yes. they're on strike now. They're, they're always, always on, on strike. strike. Um, but they, York is a university here in the GT, yeah. in the greater Toronto area. constantly on and fucking they strike. they are always going through labor issues. Yeah. So she was going to kinesiology. <laughs> she was in kinesiology. She was going to become a doctor, a sports doctor. Uh, they went on strike. She got offered the chance to be in a in a in a bodybuilding muscle magazine. Muscle mag is what it was called. Oh, that's crazy! You know, I just dawned on me, but my uncle's brother could have been her professor at York. Maybe. <laughs> and she he was he was one of the kinesis professors. And because Anyways. she knows she was learning about kinesiology, yeah, she decided to work out, but to sort of um, focus her bodybuilding to make her body look like superheroes in comic books yeah, yeah so if you look at trish stratus in like her early days the way she was built was very much like like how you would see a comic book right uh, superhero and then you know you, you there's all that and then she gets into wrestling she's not very good at it at first and she gets really good at it and then she sort of becomes this face of this division now she's a good looking girl and all that but there was more to it she got better with her promos she got better with her wrestling she started like becoming a little just bit more a constant in- improvement it was a constant improvement it was a constant goal and it was really something like you know at a, there was a certain point where WWE was like very just like gratuitous sexual looking women well yeah and you could lump Trish in with that group but you could really see how that's different now you know diff- you could see how she was different from the rest because there was like a, a a thing to improve and improve the people around. Well, would you say the argument could be made that her and I guess Lita to an extent yeah. were the beginnings of the new what it, the era what we're seeing in the current era of most wrestling? Most of the women now who are there talk about talk about them being um, role, the, like the pioneers of, of of the new well, era. Not even so just to pioneers. Speak. They were these were like Becky and uh, not Charlotte per se, but like Becky and I know Bailey talks about it a lot. They used to watch wrestling. They used to watch Trish and Lita. They wanted to be like them, you know. That's kind of the inspiration for getting into wrestling. Whereas they maybe didn't have that the generation before. Right. right? Go ahead, uh, sorry, just yeah. interrupt you. Where do you feel Mickey James fits into? Oh, Mickey James is fucking huge. She is the last of that whole group of like great women. She was the youngest, right? I don't know if she was the youngest. I think she's about the same age, maybe a little bit younger than Trish and Lita. Right. But Mickey James and Mickey James and Trish. 
And then you're, you know, that's a good point. I forgot about mentioning her. She still works with WWE. Nikki Games and Trish had one of the greatest like storyline rivalries, right? Leading into WrestleMania, I think WrestleMania 21. Okay. And Trish became where Nikki James and Trish were like friends, and Nikki James was like this obsessive fan, and then she was like this obsessive sort of like lesbian fan. And she was stalking her and stuff. It was fucking... Was they single white female there? Yeah, they single white female there. It was Ma- great. Imagine me and you. But if, like, both of them had great hair. Yeah, you don't have great hair. It doesn't count if you say it oh, yourself. Oh, you're building heat, son. You're building heat. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. So have you noticed every time Joe laughs, he goes into gabble yeah. randomly? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give her an honorable mentions. Because I know how to do these. <laughs> Mickey, did, are we counting Mickey James as an honorable? No, I I think Mickey James should be in it. Like, look, the six again, the this, six or seven girls yeah, that yeah. were involved in that um, initial WWE like launch of the Divas big push, division, yeah, should be in this list. Like, they should hundred percent be in. This it's list. just not like, fair that I've only narrowed it down five. to five. Yeah, yeah, um, fair enough. So your mean? honorable mentions uh, would be Sunny and Sable. Oh, fuck yeah. Right? Like, neither of them were... Manny, put your pants back on. No. Please. Again, where's the sign? You're going to put a sign, Joe. That's your own fault. No jerking off. There's going to be glue everywhere now. Um, You need something fixed? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, both of them, no chance in hell would they be on any best wrestlers list. Um, Right. Manny's dick popping off. (laughs) It was Manny's dick popping off. Although, have you seen Sonny? Yeah, look, man. No, have you seen yourself? Yes. <laughs> We've all gained weight since. <laughs> no, yeah, no, dude. but Sunny's had a lot of problems. Don't shit on Sunny. Okay, look, hope I, for the best for her. Can I? Can we like? Don't every time we talk her. about anything, you decide to bring in the saddest possible point on it. I know. It's like I brought up Mickey James. Yeah, She's great. Yeah, you because you don't know what's going on with her now. It's like She's having injured, your top five good. end with a death. <laughs> It's just like, oh, remember Sherry? Yeah, she had to sell pills. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> remember Sunny? Oh, she has had. She is not times. going. Things are not going well for her. Remember Manny? Oh, times have gotten tough for him. <laughs> He's back from the Philippines. Oh, Terrible just died. <laughs> oh, you fellas, yeah, fellas. Yeah, Sunny and Table would be on nobody's like wrestling wrestling list, but like. God damn, they were so hot. <laughs> Wasn't Sunny like AOL uh, America's most searched woman she was or something? The most down- Sunny was the most downloaded woman in the world at one point. And she she was a yeah. fucking terrific manager. She was actually like a real good like heat. Like she wasn't just a pretty face. She was like a good wrestling character. The Buddy Hollies. Huh? She was with the Buddy Hollies, right? Body Donnas. Body Donnas. <laughs> wow, I fucked that up. The Buddy Donna. Yes, All I keep, I, if I, I, I was like, was there a gimmick of a Buddy Holly thing? And I if it was, plug Holly. Um, and then Sable, Sable was like fucking insanely popular during her time, and she yes. was sort of the first Divas champion. She, they sort of women's champion. She sort of, they had to, they made a belt because she was so damn popular. Yeah, you know, she wasn't a great wrestler. But I actually don't have no memories of her wrestling. But she sort of like assured that era of having a belt, and then them eventually it took a few years. I think it took right. four years till that belt became important. Right, because it, it was important. the models first, right? It sort of thing. No, it was just it was her. It was her. <laughs> she just gave. They just yeah. gave her. A and belt? actually, you know what? I'll throw this one in there because I brought. I I I should have. China should also be in that list because there was a point in time where it was the three of them who were there, and China was sort of the big hulking whatever. But she. Really got over with the fans when she first woman in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, first woman in the Royal Rumble. Now, 
Did, what belt did she win? A women's title. Didn't it, uh, okay, I'm thinking something else. And the Intercontinental title. Yeah, the, she won the Intercontinental yeah. title. She won a men's title. Like, she beat one of the guys for a men's title. You know what? Joni Lauer, China. Yeah. I mean, she was a decent wrestler in her day, right? She was, she was a good wrestler. She was yeah. trained, by, trained by the same guys who trained Triple H. And she was a good wrestler. And she was... I mean, really, that's, again, you can be a great wrestler, but if the crowd doesn't care for you, nothing's going to happen. And people cared about her when she was there. Like, yeah. she was really popular at the time. Look, you can look... This will tell you how popular China was. There was a point in time when she first came in that people were like, she was a man. People were like, she looks like a man because she yeah. was a bodybuilder and she had the jaw, she had a real like, strong jaw and stuff. Yeah. Right? And then, like most bodybuilders, she ended up getting like breast implants because you lose, that's really the first thing that goes when you start working right, out. Right, exactly. And she had a jaw surgery because of something that happened to her, like actually happened to yeah. her. And it didn't change her look all that much. She was still no. like this hulking woman. And then she was so popular that she was on the cover of Playboy. And that was one of the biggest sellers of Playboy ever. Yeah. yeah ever. I, I know. Right? Great article on page 32. You can't read. <laughs> we know you can't. Who buys it for the article? Manny, I told you to put your pants back on. <laughs> Show and me the sign. Show off. me the goddamn sign, Joe. There's a sign there, but you can't read it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Show it to me in a pop-up book. <laughs> I'm not showing you anything with pop-ups. Okay? <laughs> oh, it's like that wrestling book. Pop, I'm going to give you like a, uh, a forearm smash yeah. to the face. <laughs> mm, I better reread this chapter. <laughs> Anyways. And uh, number one, my number one, yeah, would be, uh, ironically, because me and him had a fight about this, but uh, Charlotte Flair. Really? Yeah, I put my number, I put my best wrestler number three and my thing number one. And he didn't even put Charlotte Flair on his list. <laughs> she would have been my honorable. Well, my you honorable. didn't even put her in the honorable mentions, oh, man. Quiet, you. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair is my number one only because if you, again, like I said, one, not, didn't want to be a wrestler. Been doing it probably the shortest time of anybody who's in that company who, you know. Yeah. But... She has a connection with the crowd. Like, there's, there's 100% a connection there. She is a flare. When she's a heel, she's a flare. She does, she, when she's, she, she, her reactions, everything are very Ric Flair-like because she's Ric Flair's daughter. Would you say but, she's done a great job of wrestling out of that shadow? Because let's not deny the Flair, fact. Flair has said that she is a better wrestler than he was. I'm, I'm not even just talking about wrestling in general. I'm just talking about, like, persona and everything like that has she done a great job of it's tough to of say. moving out of the shadow that rick flair it's cast tough to, no, because, because it's kind of tough to say because her character is a sort of like next generation rick flair she comes out it's the same music she comes out with the robe she comes out she does the woos she does the chops you know she does all the, the walk of, she does the walk. She doesn't do the walk as much, but yeah, she does the walk. She does the figure four that now they call the figure, like she does a, a, better, a different version of the figure four called the figure eight. So a lot of her stuff is like flair-like. Isn't some of her uh, robes made out of flair's old robes? I think yeah. they all are. Well, I don't know about all of them, but I know for a fact the first WrestleMania she came out and she wore the robe she wore was, the, was made out of the robe that Ric Flair wore at his last WrestleMania. Right. Right? But... 
that had the stinger in it as a sidebar. <laughs> Kither Mo. Hey, uh, what? Barbed, barbed oh, wire. Oh, that's, that's the barbed wire. Yeah, <laughs> they call that the stinger. They don't let you use that no more. <laughs> but <laughs> just full of Rolexes. But I think, like, if you were to, if you were to build, if you had to build a female wrestler, right? You probably would end up, if and you'd never like, you'd probably end up building Charlotte Flair. Like she's tall, she's athletic, she's good looking, she's like sexy, she's you know she's got like the whole sort of like everything you need. She can be sexy, and she can be classy. I'm serious about that. Why do you think those two things don't intersect? What are your definitions of sexy and classy? Yeah, couldn't you be both at all times? And on that note, <laughs> yeah, but I think Charlotte Flair is just uh, yes. the reason why Vince McMahon and. And the WWE push her whenever they can get a sort of opportunity to do so is because... Every other weekend. Um, <laughs> get the opportunity to do so is because she is the best out of that pack of wrestlers. She is the best out of the group of wrestlers that are there. And she's sort of probably the best wrestler, quote-unquote, that they've had in at least 20 years. So, you know... All like men is, and women, would you say? I'm going out of the women's side. I'll say off the women's side. Because they've had, they've, had, they've had men who are as good as her. Okay. But... Yeah, I'm saying out of the women, she's definitely the best wrestler that they've had at least for 20 years. And yeah, all she has to do is get better at the promos. If only she could beat the man, then she would be the man. No, we already have the man. Her name is Becky Flinch. That's why I said if only she could beat the man. man. (laughs) She can't. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Yeah. Yeah. And there I go quoting Ric Flair again. I know. <laughs> Too happy about it. I know. <laughs> I've realized as I've gotten older, I really, really like the heels more. <laughs> I've always liked the heels. I've always been a heel fan. Heels always have the best lines and the best, uh, the best stuff going. Anyways, friends, anything else you guys want to add to this episode? Uh, I think if you've never watched wrestling before, give it a shot. There's a lot of good wrestling out there, and there's a lot of good, fun wrestling for what your your sort of tastes are. Does Might the X do- still do X wrestling shows? Because I remember they I used know. to I've do only, them. Yeah, I know. I saw Gail Kim at the X. Yeah, the exhibition is like the basically the annual fair here in Toronto. Yeah, it's the worst time of the year because it reminds you that the summer's over. Yeah, <laughs> which it's currently going on right yeah. now. Mm. So um, if you're in the GTA, I'd say check it out. <laughs> But I, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of wrestling that, that, that's available for people to watch. And you may have to just, like, kind of, you know, sift through it a little bit. Right. But I think you'll find, find what you like. But you'll find what you like. And I think if you kind of give it, a, hopefully, if you've listened to any of these episodes and sort of are sort of interested, you know, drop us a line on any of our contact info at the beginning. And maybe I'll suggest a little wrestling for you. Yeah. There you go. Manny, what are your thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah, that final dri- thoughts. Oh, that dribble's gone. Okay, great. No, um, my final thoughts. Let's, just to kind of add to Dwayne's point <laughs> is that if you are, um, if you're not a wrestling fan or you are a wrestling fan uh, coming back from a hiatus um, because you didn't like the product previously, there is there's not like there's more promotions going on now than just uh, WWE. There is NXT, which is you can see it as an uh, but that is a WWE branch. promotion. It is, but it is com- run completely different. There's the upcoming AEW. TNA has actually got better. There's even a lot of uh, more independent ones. TNA is actually called Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. Thank yeah. you. Um, 
So there is a lot there for different people to watch. I mean, if you really want to see a lot of, um, there the only market that I actually don't see that there is much anymore is the hardcore wrestling. Like there isn't that much market for you know guys throwing themselves you know through like thirty tables and be set on fire. So if that's your thing, you're not going to see much of that. Uh, Unless Dwayne can correct me. It exists, but not that big. It's around. It's, it's just, around. It's, it's just not as around. popular as it once was. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you again for Wait, listening. What did you learn out of this? What did I learn out You're of this? You're the one who's not a wrestling fan. So much. So much. It's too much to count. Um, I learned that, first count. off, <laughs> the first thing I learned just from this just episode alone. Yes, get a sign. Um, and that women's wrestling has come so far from what it was, specifically in the WWE. I've learned that, you know... There's so much more history in terms of Lucha Libre with the masks and there's each mask has like a specific meaning to that specific wrestler and all that. And I've also learned that about the NWA, which I had no idea was a thing. And still is a thing. And still is a thing. Owned Um, by Billy Corgan. (laughs) Didn't Billy Corgan also um, have... Or at least try to buy uh, TNA wrestling at one point. Yep. Yeah, I learned that <laughs> in my in in reading stuff. Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I learned about the Gold Dust Trio. Homer Simpson, smiling, smiling politely. politely. <laughs> I learned about the Gold Dust Trio and how you know wrestling started off in carnivals and all that stuff. What are you gonna take away from this? Oh, it's just I nothing but <laughs> good old hardcore fun. <laughs> it, I like I said, I've. Been I'm I'm more of a I wouldn't say a non wrestling fan. I've been someone who's gone who has been a fan and gone back and forth from in and out of it, so to speak. Actually, I think what I think the one of the things I say I, I would say we should leave out of this end on this kind of thing is one, there's two things. One, check out Instagram. Go check out wrestling art. There's a lot of great people who are making great wrestling art and stuff that you, of wrestlers you probably remember. And they sell it and stuff you can have in your house that looks amazing. And two, look for a wrestling promotion in your in your city or your town or whatever. Wrestling's best seen live and be- wrestling's best seen in like a small venue. So like if WWE's not coming to your town, look for like a small wrestling group. Because one, you'll probably see like a great star. Like an upcoming star or something because they always try and get one big star. Right. And you have a fucking great time for like 20 bucks. That's true. Yeah. All right, guys. Again. Thank you for listening. I'm Joey Mangione. Dwayne Norona. Fucking always forgets his name. <laughs> the creepiest of uncles. Uh, I swear to God, I'm going to have to get a sign, aren't I? You're going to have to get a cleaning crew. Uh, don't get a black combo number five. Get a black light in here. This episode of the No Inner Monologue was brought to you by. How's it going there? Jesus here, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus, the host of the Convoluted Podcast, a show where I talk with people from around the world and from my own backyard about the projects they're working on, careers they have, or hobbies they enjoy. And along the way, they regale us with strange tales from their past 
and as we play an assortment of games that would leave many speechless. Join us on the Convoluted Podcast, everywhere podcasts can be heard.